Welcome to the Cross-Chaining Podcast. I'm your host, Bernard Mayer. In this week's episode, I cross chains with UK export Tom Briggs. If you've ever been on Strava, you've seen his name, probably at one or two for most segments in Cape Town. But besides being known locally as Tom the Com, I'd say he's famous for just being an absolute cracker of a human being. He'll always give you a wave and some form of encouragement. Tom is the founder of Blender Vendor Smoothie Bikes, and basically he invented a bike that makes smoothies and juices while you pedal. And he uses it to teach people the value of exercise, healthy eating, and cycling. Like I say, an absolute cracker. But besides being the nicest, Tom is also an incredible racer, former SA road champ for his age cat, no less. And uh, also, he's been around the block, literally. Tom has traveled the world on his bike, and he had some amazing stories to share with me. So if you want to hear what it's like sharing roads with Aussie road trains powered by Bogan Dynamite, or what happens when you get lost in Morocco, Stick around for this episode. You're going to love it. I'm super stoked to announce that the cross-chaining podcast is fueled by Endurin. Keep things natural with South Africa's own sports nutrition. Easy to eat, easy to drink. Endurin Nutrition is your all-day solution to hours on the saddle. Endurin has you covered before, during, and after exercise with a range of incredible products. Check them out at endurin.co.za. That's E-N-D-U-R-E-N dot C-O dot Z-A. I'm here with Tom. Uh, Tom, thanks so much for coming on the podcast, man. Oh. It's really, really nice to have you here. Pleasure, mate. No, no <laughs> great. Really, really excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think there's, there's, you know, as with everyone, um, quite a bit to talk about. But I think I'd like to start basically with your origin story. Like, where did you begin? How did you, what... What was the thing that made the the bike bug bite? <laughs> it's a mouthful. Yeah, no, I was thinking I was thinking thinking earlier because I thought that would be like a, a starting question. And um, so I, I go back in you know memories, and they you go back to your childhood memories, and it's very nice kind of as I'm driving around Cape Town, delivering juice, getting wind up with people in cars <laughs> to think about those things. But a nostalgia. Yeah, exactly, and um. <laughs> So my dad was very handy at making stuff, you know, he was four kids in a family and he had to, he had to kind of be quite creative, you know, and um, I remember this tricycle, he, his favourite thing was to go to the municipal dump and uh, he'd come, always come back with things and then just fix them up. And he came back with this, this tricycle, um, like these, it's quite, you know, big, almost, what size would they be? Like. BMX size, maybe back wheels, front wheel. And um, I remember jumping on it and bombing around now, I was like five or six. And then I just learned quite quickly to like lean lean over. So I'm on the two wheels. So, the, so I'm like doing yeah. like a sort of, and I'll just ride around circles around our little garden <laughs> on this trike, just like buckling the wheel. <laughs> but I was, you know, and then, um, so that was probably my first sort of real memories of, yeah. of like pedaling. And then then I kind of have, we lived in a cul-de-sac. So then I, I you know, remember the sort of my dad holding the yeah. saddle and like, you know. And this was all still in the UK, In the right? UK, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Where about? In Reading. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So about, um, in case, about 45, 50K from, from central London. Okay. Um, it's just, it's a... It's a, it's a it's a large town. They're always trying to get city status, but okay. it's got a Premier League 
football team uh, yeah. yo-yos between the top and the <laughs> but um and then yeah we did you uh, I, I don't remember wobbling and then you get your get on two wheels and then <clears throat> a few years later came down one christmas my dad must have been to the dump again because <laughs> under the not under the tree but next to the tree was this this, this blue it was a single speed but it was this like mini road bike oh no way and like i don't know why they got a road bike it's probably what was there you know yeah but it, it was beautiful it had been repainted and and um uh, yeah i mean you can imagine it was just like love it first sight. yeah yeah so <laughs> um my mum was uh she used to do a shopping on her bike she had like a basket because we it was kind of quite a cycle friendly city had a lot okay. of cycle tracks and paths into the town center so i'd always like follow my mum and, and, and on the bike and stuff um yeah and then um and then my best friend now i'm now i'm in high school at this point early just just joined high school and my my best best mate his dad was a bit of a kind of eccentric guy and um we went over there for uh we were family friends as well. We went over there as a family. And he came out with this bike. He showed everyone. And it was like an early mountain bike. He'd, he'd, and it was a Ridgeback. Okay. And this was like 90s. And no one knew what the like what this thing was. It yeah, was that was like, like super peak. weird. Yeah. It, it was like, you can I swear? Gish, yeah, of like course, it. yeah. So <laughs> you just you got the piss taken out of you on this thing. Because people were like... It was either BMXs or um, what else was I don't know. I can't even remember what type of bikes people were riding, but like a mountain bike was just this odd looking yeah, thing, you know. It was never, it wasn't the thing no. at that stage. And it he, was just starting to become yeah, like yeah. Yeah, Steve yeah. Pete level, like that interest was, was peaking, I guess, around yeah, that time. And, 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 and we lived near these woods, these, um, the Reading had these, these kind of, this, 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 this big, um, kind of crown estate, which is like you know the queen or whatever owns half of yeah whatever, and it was it was this really popular place for 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 walkers and dog walkers and that, and uh, yeah we we my uh, my 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 friend um, he borrowed his his dad's bike and and we we went in the woods on this thing, and uh, yeah we didn't see like any there's no one else like yeah. it was it was it was a very kind of strange looks. Anyway, um, maybe a year later, you were starting to then see these things more in the shops. And uh, it was it was then, I don't know, 12 or so, I got, got my first mountain bike. Um, it was a specialised rock hopper. Um, oh, a classic. Like three, you know, triple on the front. And, yeah. You know, way too big for me. And um, my mate had a, I think it was a, Claude Butler, which was was really like at the time, I think they'd been bought out by I don't know another brand, but at the time they were like very sought after kind of, and, and that was it. We just used to every day after school, we just um, we we just cycle to these woods every day, like and past the um, little news agent, buy like a value pack of biscuits and eat those. And then just like ride around these woods, just just kind of, and that that was that was a real like like a, a, when I really started, yeah, you know, getting into 
and cycling. Um, and uh, and yeah, that's. So it was the mountain biking bug that kind of. Yeah, and then looking back, it was like mountain biking was, was rolling down a hill with trees and going yeah. maybe going down a gully or something and. Um, no real trails at that no, stage. No, yeah. <laughs> no, no. It was just yeah, it's got basically just getting off off road. And, yeah, uh, but it was just a really cool thing to do. Like is you know at that age, just to sort of these you know you'd have a real adventure. You know, you're going in mm. the, in the and cruising around these woods. It's actually a quite a, a funny, not funny, but lucky story. Um, we had helmets, and wearing a helmet at that time was like not many people were wearing helmets yeah so my we we had helmets because we were like off road before we but we'd cycle to the woods with our helmets like um dangling from the uh the handlebars <laughs> and then put them on yeah at that age you just felt like a bit of an idiot and where we lived as well we'd get like loads of people sort of shouting at you wearing a helmet and anyway once one day <laughs> i decided no i'm gonna put my helmet on so i had it on and we crossed this road and it was totally my fault. I just rode across the road. I don't know what, I mean, I, I didn't even, I just didn't look yeah. to the right. I don't know what happened. This car just hit me straight. Like I heard, it just slammed the brakes and hit me. I flew in the air and then landed like from quite a height, like over the car, right on my head. And this, hel this helmet was like a big, it was like a big pot, pot you know, yeah, a, a piss pot helmet. Yeah, kind of with, thing. A, with like this cover kind of thing on it, right? Like a sort of stretchy cover over it, pink, whatever, and um, luminous yellow. And it just split <coughs> straight in half. And I, I, yeah, it was wow. so it was quite a yeah, that's lucky. Yeah, I got on the local paper for that, and no um, yeah, sorry about it for the driver because he must have been shocked, but. Yeah, it was it was uh, very lucky because um, yeah, you know things can happen at any time, you know. Yeah. Um, so now I'm I always do a lifesaver, like check, like you know, double, triple check, yeah. you know, junctions, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, can so easily happen. I mean, that's I think um, I, it happened. A similar thing happened to me the other day. I was just riding, and I'm so used to riding certain roads in Cape Town, and I kind of just yeah. took a detour through Musenberg area. And there's one intersection that if you go down to the beach from the main road and you go left, there's like a a Y junction where you come in from the, yeah, from yeah, the yeah. one side. Oh, and no, I know there's, exactly. What I mean. <clears throat> there's that yeah. road next to the flare. Yeah. Um, and I was expecting that to be a stop street. Yeah. Uh, just because of the way it's set up. And yeah. it absolutely is not a stop street. And I just completely just rolled through it. Yeah. And this car also stopped like, you know, half a meter away from me. Yeah. It didn't actually hit me, fortunately. But yeah, yeah man, the, <laughs> the importance of wearing a helmet is not yeah. is not understated. I see a lot of people riding around in Cape Town without helmets on. And yeah, it's, uh, it's not ideal. I mean, yeah. especially because we don't have proper bike lanes. We don't have a good infrastructure for cycling in general here. And yeah, it just seems like such a, such a risk to, to try and do it without without a helmet you know yeah it's um, yeah it's got it's kind of but it's just become closer and closer now people mm. like having you know images of people i know that showed me that what the helmets look like and i'm like no it's yeah. like yeah i used to cruise around just stick my cap on and stuff and 
um to be honest like now it's like the wind it's when it's windy it's just like you know the helmet is, doesn't fly off your head you know? so, <laughs> yeah um, it's more practical yeah thing. exactly <laughs> um so yeah but um and then yeah after after the mountain bike phase um it was a uh, it was like you get a teenager and you kind of start part, like drinking a bit and it, the bike was just like you know to get kind of takes a back seat. Get, get yeah it was like a back seat but just get me around yeah. to the mates houses and stuff and and, and um and uh and yeah then then yeah left left school and um had a a little car my first little car um it was this funny little french car this renault 4 with like yeah, gear yeah, yeah. levers up there <laughs> a little lego car <laughs> yeah it was um, it was like my mum's car that and she only bought it because she the only reason she bought this car was so she could hang her handbag on the gear lever which was up there <laughs> she just thought it was brilliant yeah. i was driving that and i was due to start this job uh, my first job um after leaving school and uh i was coming back from this mate's house and uh, going around a bend and this, this rabbit, it was a country lane, this rabbit like ran out in front of me and I just like swerved. <laughs> I just rolled this car <laughs> and wrote it off. Oh, no way. And um, I was going to commute to work on the, on, I was, I was going to drive to work. Yeah. That was the plan. I think I was starting actually for the next, maybe it, might, it was either the next day or the, the next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. So, because it was 15 k's away. So it's like, there wasn't really a very convenient train service where this was, where this job was. So anyway, I got this bike out and I, and I just was like, oh, well, that's the only way. So I started yeah. riding to work. I had that job for a year and I, I rode you know, every day. So it's like 30 k a day. Yeah. And it was incredible. Like within like a few months, that's what's so, like I always say this, with bikes it's, it's like this three month thing if you can go consistently for three months mm. you, you'll have it it's locked in you're like you, you won't go back you know because you, you you just those muscles uh start getting tuned up yeah and it's, you know and yeah that was it after i think it was that year of commuting that was like no this is the bike is now it showed the true potential as, yeah. as like uh, this this transport. And were you just riding just to work and back, basically? Yeah, were yeah. You, was I'd, there I'd, a stage? I was still like big into drinking and clubbing oh, yeah. and that. So it was like it was like weekends were like yeah partying. Okay, but in the week it was, but it was great because it was like you could just sort of bit of a cleanse. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, that's that's what it was. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, just sorted your head out like yeah. during the during the week, um, and then uh, yeah, like after, and then I left that job, and then I don't know, I can't remember what what it was. It might have been my brother who mentioned it. He was a he was a, like a massive cycle nut. He was really into racing. He went to Manchester Uni and he. Okay. Race did a lot of racing. So there was like a bit of a cycling culture yeah. in your family as well. Yeah, yeah. Certainly, my mum and dad both just used to cycle around yeah. for you know just like practical reasons. Yeah. And my brother was he was a good sort of um, yeah at, at, you know good at athletics yeah. and he 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 
he just became like he was like a real cyclopedia of cycling and um, <laughs> I don't know if I chatted to him about cycle touring or something um, but I left this job and I'm like I just had this I just uh, you look back on sometimes which I was beauty of being young you just do things you don't you don't analyze them too much you just yeah. go and do it and I'm like I just want to like I like the idea of cycle touring so I had this mountain bike uh, it was a trek I'm not very good with the names, but I think it was a three thousand or something like quite a, quite a quite a nice you know steel 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 man yeah. bike uh, aluminium man oh, okay. yeah um, but rigid yeah and um, I put some slick tires on it rack front and back got some cheap panniers um, just bought a book on like cycle touring and like what to pack and I just put everything like. You know, a tent, the sleep bag, cookers, like, uh, like this was ninety, so it was it wasn't as refined like as it <laughs> yeah. is now. Yeah, there's no happy durrit in the nineties. You know, <laughs> yeah, this you know, this I had like loaded on the front, loaded on the yeah. back. Yeah, was into skateboarding at the time. So I had a skateboard on there, and you know, I had like cut off denim jeans and and, and uh, some trainers, and like I remember just saying to my mum, right, I'm off now. And um, I had to cycle down the street and it was, yeah, I just ended up, yeah, I cycled down to the south coast of the, the UK, got a ferry to France and um, cycled down, down through um, sort of north, northern mid France. And then did you give yourself like a, no, a timeline to go on? No, just no, like, I quit my job. Roll. Yeah. And <laughs> just uh, gonna I just wanted to door. go south. The plan was just like to get away for the winter. Yeah. Um, so I would have left in like September, I think, end of September maybe. And um, yeah, it was awesome. Like I remember, yeah, just rolling off the ferry in, in Cherbourg in, in, in France and just like someone come on the other side of the road. I'm like, this is a bit weird. And then cycled for a few hours. I'm like, oh, wow. But like I better put up the tent then. I didn't know what, to, really yeah. what I was doing. I was put this tent up slept and then you know woke up and then packed it up put it on the bike and it was the most awesome thing just to kind of you know just have all, everything yeah. with you it was and you're self-sufficient amazing completely. it's amazing yeah and that age as well where you're just like how old were you around this time i was like ni 19 or so oh, wow. yeah it's like oh, total freedom yeah. yeah and i you know no i mean it's just I look back on it now as well and no um no no phone no no like the email yeah there was um, obviously no yeah, internet I, at the time yeah i was like <laughs> making some calls back if i needed to speak to my parents or I'd write postcards um it was just yeah no it was just no strava or anything whatever <laughs> yeah. you know it's just that was it you know was, oh so this whole thing didn't actually happen yeah exactly yeah that's <laughs> <laughs> and then a, so then a big life changer for me was was then I I, I kind of got mid France and I started hitting the the, the Jura I think it's like this like rolling hills yeah and then I'd, I think it was just the name of this town Chamonix just sounded like really in the Lonely Planet it just sounded awesome like this mm. like mecca for like mountain and it just described it was like this almost Himalayan kind of 
mountain valley and I thought wow this sounds cool so I, I headed there and it was I just my first taste of like cycling this like bike up like a big mountain pass you know yeah and yeah just it was it was just uh such a a life-changing thing you know I just in that moment I just you know that was that was just the the cycling that I wanted to do you know yeah. just to just sort of like mountains you know and, and and explore different mountains on my bike and uh is that when you like if you look back on it now that was kind of the thing that made you really fall in love with the sport of cycling I, I think so because I started just reading a little bit about you know cycling history um and uh and I, I think the the thing that it made me fall in love with was was I guess it was yeah it was just this incredible adventure that I was on mm. and this 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 machine that I probably didn't appreciate at the time but looking back just it's just such an incredible thing to you know it, I think a few months two months after setting off from the front door on this old you know this mountain bike I was in North Africa you know on, and I just from like pedaling you know and, and it just it's just yeah just That's amazing unreal. yeah just just abs- freedom I guess absolute like- freedom yeah and and I, I say again the thing the thing that was most special was was just at, at that age you know that young age when you just have you're so open to things and um and it really yeah you and yeah so there was lots of adventures on 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 that trip and um stories and then so, so I, did, I did yeah did you ride all the way down to like morocco or yeah so i i was in got to the bottom of spain and then i was like um well what should i do now because should i like come back up or and then i was in this campsite and these Aussies turned up next to me in this like combi van and they were, like this couple and I was we got chatting and I'm like oh where have you come from and they were like oh we just come from Morocco and yeah it's, they were just like yeah um, you gotta go there it's crazy <laughs> but I had no like my lonely planet was the lonely yeah. planet for Europe so I had no like um no absolutely no like no info on yeah. Morocco at all but I thought oh, that sounds brilliant, so I got I got a ticket on this boat ferry, and it's you cross over to um, it's a Ceuta, I think it's like an enclave of Spain in okay. in, in, in Morocco, like the Gibraltar of, yeah. of, of North Africa, and um and it was only it only takes like an hour or something. It's like really quick, uh, but in that hour journey, you 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 leave. You roll, you roll on in you go to Europe. A different world. Yeah, you come <laughs> off. It is just like, like it's so cool. Uh, just, I can't, I can't imagine being nineteen and it's, doing it's, that. I, like I, that that like, sounds just. Oh man, I arrived. <laughs> I arrived at like, like five in the evening. I didn't know where. I didn't have anywhere to stay, and I rolled off. I was like, oh, like okay, right. So I just saw there's this town. It was I can't remember the name of it now, but it was about fifty k from the from the um port where okay. I came off. So I thought I'll go there, get somewhere, cycled in, and um, it was sun was setting now, and um, I was starting to. Oh, that's the thing; you're not worried when you're young. You just so, and this little moped comes up alongside me, um, 
and he, and he just starts like he's you know established I spoke English and he was like where 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 are you staying I said oh, I don't know and I, and I was kind of thinking oh, I don't know about this and, yeah and he said oh follow me I've got somewhere and he, and I saw he just this fairly normal looking main road he just swings a right I think and I followed him on my bike and it was like he goes into the old town and it was like left right right left whatever it was just like a maze and he yeah. took me into the heart of this and I did I was completely lost didn't know where I was it was and he took some, takes me to this place and I get this little room and um and then and then he goes um he says oh I'm also a tour guide I'll show you uh I'll show you around when you've settled in so then he takes me off he does the same thing again he just basically loses me in this maze and then he just turns around and he's like well, just basically give me some money. I'm not showing you where you live. <laughs> yeah. And so that was my first day in Morocco. So I got scammed like first off the bat. Yeah. And then, but it's quite notorious town, this, when I read about it okay. afterwards. Anyway, after that, um, when I pulled out, it was just amazing, amazing place to cycle. Right once you got out on the bike, yeah. away from the towns. So, so, such a brilliant place. I so went down the Atlantic coast and then up like back through the Atlas mountains. So beautiful, beautiful place. Yeah. Yeah. Really have very special memories from there. Yeah. Yeah. And I can imagine the, I mean the terrain, I think I've seen a, um, there is some GCN video where they take a tour through the Atlas Mountains, yeah, that specific so, area, and like a, just the terrain and the crazy, landscape is just Matt, There's so a crazy different. pass there. Yeah. yeah. Like the thing of the Atlas mountains, they it's like a plane and then they they come straight up from this plane and i remember this road you're like s- cycling on this flat flat road and you can just see this like it's like three thousand meter mountain range you know? and there's this this pass that was just like oh, it's, it's the tits and test pass or something yeah <laughs> and it was like anyway i cycled up it and i and i got I got near the top and I remember camping out up near the top and um, this little tent and I, you know, sort of the sun setting and then I open up and it's like sunrise. It's so cool. Yeah. And then you come down this all the way down. It's like downhill for like phew, a long way and you just roll into Marrakesh from this pass. It was, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's so, it's, I mean, that's what dreams are made of. I it's guess. so good, yeah. So, and it, so yeah cool. each, and, and the great thing is as well, with each week that goes past, you become more, I wouldn't say confident, but just more easy with the whole sort of yeah. thing. Did you ever go through any stages where you felt like, okay, I'm a little bit out of my depth, maybe not physically yeah you know with like a there was a one there was yeah there, there was one there was definitely one in, in i remember in morocco when i left and i ran out water yeah i was gonna ask halfway more, maybe a bit more than halfway between where i was gonna stay that night and i was proper i was really really dehydrated that was close. and yeah i i kind of finally pulled into this town and and yeah i i i um yeah i was just kind of on the ropes a little bit yeah um Shit, i can imagine but but yeah that that was yeah that was that was really the only the only one and 
So never, never like, I mean, besides being scammed in Morocco, there, there was never a point where you felt like unsafe or... Yeah, no, no, I never, no, I never felt, yeah, I, I, I then, I, I cycled, toured for a few years after that and I probably the dodgiest place I went was parts of Australia, like, okay. so it's like I felt, <laughs> so I went, yeah. I went in like the outback area and some felt a bit unsafe yeah. in some of these weird towns there. So how long did you carry on doing this specific That's, trip for? kind of like about six months and then I went back and got another job in the okay. UK and then I, I kind of got really hooked on cycle touring for a few years yeah it's just like doing that and working um yeah and then I came back from one of the trips I was like no I I better um I better like you know <laughs> look at something a bit more permanent so I went to uni okay. I was a bit older now I was like 23 and um did like a design uh, course and um that was in, in Nottingham. What kind of design? It was kind of, it was actually the course was linked to become a, like a design. It was like a, there's a, a subject in the UK, design and technology. And the, okay. the course was very much linked to, uh, it was a degree, but always linked with teaching elements. So oh, that okay. you were going to be a, like a teacher. So I yeah. thought, well, look, get something solid, you know, um, it's flexible. You can work yeah. in different places. Um, so so yeah i did did that um so then when did you do so you came back from that like after six months got another job did it again was that also europe or did you so that, did that you just go I, went around into, the world? I went to australia then okay and then i i um i cycled right around the perimeter the whole thing yeah holy shit and then that <laughs> that was a quite a weird turning point as well because like my brother was like really, really into cycling at uni. Yeah, yeah that's... We, I got back <laughs> for his stag do. Okay. And his stag do was in North Wales. And he, his mates were all like real cycle nutters. You know? Yeah. Like strong cyclists. And I had just come back from cycling in Australia. And, and I was, was like really into partying. But in Australia, I didn't, I just don't know why, I just didn't drink. I like, I started drink drunk for the first few weeks when I was in Melbourne, like yeah. staying at Backpackers. But once I got cycling, I was, I don't know, I just sort of was like decided I'm not going to. So I basically spent like a, 10 months just, yeah. just cycling like for hours a day, drinking water and... Being was, clean. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'll be honest with you, it was like... Right half around the loop, I was like, oh, God, it was, I wanted to just finish it. Well, yeah. it was, I had, it had really great parts, but some parts were quite like crazy. Just nothing, just long roads. Nothing. But, That's insane. I mean, I've seen roads of, yeah. of, or pictures of the roads in Australia. And I mean, it, yeah, it looks, weird. there's it's sections quite, of it. It's that's weird, just, mate. Yeah. Where they have those road trains and they have yeah. those super, super long trucks that carry whatever. Yeah. And it's just And those nothing. dudes who drive them, like, they are nutters. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> they are. Like, Did yeah. you have any run-ins with them? Well, I, I stayed at this one hostel um, and uh, there was just me and this road train driver in this room. <laughs> and... There was this five, maybe it was, I'm exaggerating. I thought, I think it might have been like a five litre bottle, which looked like, I thought it was, must be water. And he, he, like I woke up in the morning and it was gone. This liquid had gone. 
and it was like that was it was like booze. He just like just drunk. So like he, he was bootlegging like, something. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I think it's just like the, some sort of wine or something. And, yeah, and yeah, then his truck had gone in the morning. It's like, so he, uh, yeah, he just I think, had a bit it, of I think that was purely to get him to sleep. Like, and then, yeah, and, and these things are just like oh. next level when they go past you. You got to stop. You just you hear them. You just pull over. Cause, yeah, yeah. Just, I mean, they're they're like 35, 40 meter long. Yeah, trucks. yeah, and and, and yeah, the, and you just the state of the people driving. They're just right. like, and they're not on. Did you did you do this section on on the proper? tar roads or i mean yeah, a lot yeah, of them were, are yeah they were all it was all tar yeah okay. yeah but yeah so i came back from that trip and I, I pretty much went a few days later week later went to my brother's stag do and we, we was on mountain bikes there's and, a couple of people who might not know what a stag do is. oh like a bachelor's yeah is, yeah, that, okay. is that it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and um <laughs> and before then i'd never it was like I'd only thought of, yeah, just cycling. I was cycling, touring, whatever. But it was, I basically got on this, these bikes with these, these uh, hardcore like yeah. races. Like, I was just like rinsing them, rinsing them <laughs> up these hills. And my brother was just like, <laughs> brother was just like, what? You know, uh, and Where did so, that come from? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I think that was maybe like another. You know, my yeah. cycling, it was like suddenly I felt like, well, I'm like, yeah, my body's adapted to this yeah. now. I'm so I can ride I can ride a bike. It's not just Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was it was like means. a it was like a sort of nine, ten months just base training like <laughs> uh, so um yeah, and then uh And I can't imagine you were going slowly while you were doing the routes around the perimeter. Yeah, and, it was and you're carrying all the stuff. Yeah, it was, and, it was, I wasn't, certainly wasn't in any hurry, but it was just a steady pace, you know. Yeah. Was, there wasn't too many. The start was quite mountainous through from Melbourne um, up. Like I went through the, um, there's a really beautiful mountain range, but for a lot of it, it was fairly flat, to be honest. Um, okay. So you could do quite big distances. So how, much, yeah. how, how far were you riding it's in like a day? Probably about a uh, couple of hundred k's a day something like that but i had oh, a wow. bizarre all day yeah <laughs> okay. yeah i guess the the really so, nice thing about doing these these um doing something like this is you really just don't really have a time limit you don't know it's just limiting just, yourself. just the beauty as I said it was just the absolute beauty of being like that age you yeah. know you you had it's not that you had you just had time yeah you just had the the time and, and the time in your life to, to do that it's so so cool yeah it was wow. really enjoyable um yeah and then and then yeah that was so then at uni then it was very much just cycling again was back to, to yeah. transport i didn't um so when you were when you started riding with the guys again on the carbon bikes and you saw that you could you know prove a point <laughs> um did you then start uh like getting more into the racing side of things or when did that when did that shift happen yeah no no my, my, my brother then he he had just bought a new bike and he he gave me this this aluminium cannondale okay um and uh do you know there's a there's a guy brett chilcott yeah 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 so he, another one it, it was basically like saying that, but apparently it's it's it wasn't it's not quite like that because okay. that was really full on special design. But it was very similar to that. Okay. 
Um, and so that's uh, I think his one's a CAD. He has a CAD ten, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. with the really nice carbon wheels and. But his whole setup is just beautiful. Yeah, on that bike. it's it was a bit, it's a very similar frame, and so that was kind of the first, I'd say, you know, road bike with the shifters on the yeah. on the um, on the gear levers. And that's what I had at uni. Um, okay. and, and I wasn't into, never got into racing there, but um, Nottingham is quite a big cycle history there. There's rally come in, in, in from Nottingham. Yeah. And um, so that they were, they were made there, or were, and a big factory. And um, there's, there's, yeah, there's a lot of um, beautiful cycle rides in the countryside from, yeah, so I I do sort of weekend rides like um, a few hours, um, but that 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 was it. You know, that was uni was just yeah a bit a bit of weekend riding and yeah. transport just that, enjoyment that enjoyment and yeah. practicality. Yeah, <clears throat> my my only my 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 racing that I was my first race was just at the Argus when I got to Cape Town. Okay. That's my first ever race. So yeah. when did you move from? How, how did that transition happen from you coming to South Africa? I know that there's <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. like gaps in between here, but yeah. So my um, there was when when I was like really young, my um my dad had a he's a electrical engineer and he had an opportunity to do a contract in South Africa, Joburg, something to do with the trains. Okay. And so we spent, a, I think, three years here. Um, and I had a, it was like a, had to get a residency as a child, which, which, which is kind of was maintained. Yeah. So um, this is before you had, this, this was when you were still quite young. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was primary school age. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. And, um, and then yeah, they, I don't, I don't think they, I don't know. He kind of ended it, and we came back. And but my eldest sister, um, maybe it was just the age she was at. She was a teenager. She, there was always. I think if it wasn't for her, I probably wouldn't be here because she maintained a link with the country. But yeah, she married us. She, she was a South African, came to work at a company in the UK. That yeah. she um she got together with married and, and she moved back here and then uh I, I i went for came for a visit to visit my sister joeberg and then came down to cape town just was like what is this place <laughs> uh, yeah just yeah. like love at first sight yeah, yeah, yeah. okay just yeah i just was yeah so i and that was your first time in cape town yeah, we came as as a family holiday when I was really young, but I I really don't remember much. Right. <clears throat> but um. And then, and then I um. And then I came back two thousand and four, um. And uh, and then, two thousand and twelve was when I, just, yeah, I I sort of met someone out here, and then I decided oh, I'm going to give it a, give it a go living here. So I came here yeah. and. And it was a few years where I was a bit sort of half here, half in the UK. Okay. And then from 2014, it's kind of been been my, yeah. my permanent base. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Well, we're very happy yeah. to have you. <laughs> but um, but yeah, I think like a lot of people in Cape Town, the first first taste of a of a race was was the 
was the cycle tour. Oh yeah, yeah. The 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 Cape Argus. I mean, that was yeah. my that was my first race too. Yeah. When I was, I think, just doing everything, 12. everything wrong. You know, like <laughs> yeah. The, Absolutely, I. Uh, I think yeah. my 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 nutrition was like Red Bulls in when in, uh, in the yeah and the Coke. Think, thinking that would be good, but I basically gave myself a heart attack, like <laughs> leaving from the flag. You know, yeah. just was like my heart just went mad. <laughs> And probably starting at like nine thirty as well. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then I I remember um, I remember then yeah, just, just it was t- it must have been a southeaster that day and that bit when you leave Nortuk Farm Village that first bit of Chappies. Oh yeah, I, I think the wind was quite on your back there. When I and I just feeling good. I just remember yeah, big ring up there, just properly <laughs> buzz buzzing by that point. Like, yeah yeah a bit just, of adrenaline yeah red bull kicking in yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and then so chap chappies no cars wow yeah. like that is special yeah, yeah i mean that's and, and going down as well i mean oh, just mate, having the so good having that ability to to cut the corners and like do actual yeah like, straight lines through there is just so cool yeah. and and doing the whole race is amazing because everyone it's so hyped on it and the public is so hyped on it. Oh, and, like, it's, it's, the it's, vibe is just so cool. Oh, it's, it's brilliant. Yeah. You know. Um, I think, yeah, there's a, there's a, a lot of other questions I want to ask you still. Um, but so the, I think, yeah, you've always loved the racing, um, or that's what you're kind of known for here in, in Cape town is like being an incredible rider, just who rides very often. You do loads and loads of kilometers a year. And you're obviously just a genuine guy on a bike, and that's also incredible and kind of part of your charm. Um, but the the racing also like sets you apart. I think you're also not you know 25 years old anymore, um, as you're 42, right? Yeah, yeah. And but I've been just been promoted with my age cap. Oh, okay. So, yeah, and I'm like mid 40s now. So it's <laughs> it's just. And you, 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 but you're still in all the races. You're still at the top. I mean, you have, I think, more comms than than most people in Cape Town. Um, it's a, it's an incredible thing. Have you ever thought about, you know, maybe trying to ride for a team in South Africa or, like, that that surely has come up as an as a, as a yeah um, as an option. Yeah, I've, I, I mean, I guess the first, it was maybe only in the last couple of years I've maybe thought about that more but before my um just the work I was doing was was a lot of I'd have a lot of weekend work this was before COVID it was always events and it was just um I'm self-employed so it was just going to be a bit tricky to commit so you have sorry just to just to the, a bit more context you you have blender vendor which is like yeah. a smoothie company yeah that's it yeah, yeah. and where is was that something you had going before you came to cape town or did you start that yeah no it, so it's doing that in the uk okay um very much the teaching d- degree i i yeah. had it i used to work in a lot of schools this this smoothies are made on a bike yeah know? yeah yeah and that was something i <coughs> designed <coughs> as part of my degree okay it's quite quite funny because like now they're kind of everywhere. But when so I designed cool. it, I was I couldn't see them, you know, yeah. anywhere. So should have should have maybe should been have a bit slicker, slicker <laughs> yeah. in, in that side of things. But um, but yeah, the 
it was very much used to go into schools um, to sort of promote cycling um, and, and healthy eating. So the, the concept just for those listening is basically you have a blender on the bicycle and you pedaling, yeah. you know, blends. Yeah, it's the... like a, now it's like a, a smoothie bike they're called. Yeah. So they're quite well, you know, see them around a lot. Um, so and cool. I just thought, well, I'm doing this in the UK. Let's see if I can do it here. And it, it made its niche here through corporate wellness days. Okay. Uh, you know, with the private health insurance here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. L- lots of, you know, medium-sized companies and, and, and uh, have you know, wellness days for their staff. So we, we kind of got on the radar of, of health providers and um, and just, yeah, had a little package we'd offer and, and go with the, the bikes, which was suited me, you know. It's like, yeah. I mean, like I'm around bikes all day you know you get paid for it and um it's you just meet lots of different people you know from different you know the companies were quite varied we worked for um sort of office stuff and like factories um yeah it was really interesting um but yeah that we also have weekend work with um so i I just felt like i couldn't really i didn't want to you couldn't be part of a team and then just bail on a lot of races and stuff right and i was I'm more than happy to be a bit of a kind of enter a race and just be a bit of the sort yeah. of unknown you know <laughs> <laughs> like surf the surf the team's wheels yeah. you know um but yeah i think now um the i had a, a taste of, of a team thing a, a few months ago it was a, a local team um they would win a lot of the races reality Dimax, I think yeah. they're called. They asked if I wanted to to do a race up in uh, up north, um, the Panorama Tour. Okay. Um. So it's very much that sort of, you know, we we there was uh, six of us up there, so we we kind of we had a roommate and yeah, you know, different people, but kind of come together with a shared thing and have the breakfast together, the dinner together, mm. talking about the tactics. And then, you know, the racing. And I have to say, I, I enjoyed it, you know. Very different, not people I'd really spend time with uh, otherwise. But, yeah, just enjoyed the, the team yeah. aspect of I it. I guess that must be a whole different dynamic. I mean, you you also do most of your riding solo. Yeah. And with something like that, it's a, you know, people are planning things yeah. for you. And yeah, like, no, it was, it was, a, it was what I've got to say, what was just so nice was like, just because with the events, you know, I'm kind of planning everything out. But yeah. Just having an email sent to me, like this is I just basically you. basically just turn up yeah. at the airport and like, everything's booked. And, and it, it, it was the, the other guy who was stressing about it, all the <laughs> connections and entries. Yeah. And um, but then racing in this race it was quite a mountain, like hilly race. So that, I think that's why they asked me to come along. Cause, okay. You know knew I could help out um but what what was they're very astute with tactics and one of the guys particularly is in his 40s and raced all his you know for 20 plus years okay he he's uh he really knows tactics well but you guys ended up doing yeah well like we won you yeah won. we kind of yeah. cleaned up really <laughs> but what was really 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 great was just um you know he'd be like say okay let you do this here and and da 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 and it would yeah. be like for example that was a long climb and he was just like right tom whenever you want on the climb just just launch off and then like i'll 
I'll bridge to you. I'll join you. Okay. And um, <laughs> and, and it was if such a so. such an awesome feeling when yeah. you you kind of made the gap, and then like you could see your teammate coming up to you, and then you know you kind of oh, it's like get, you, you, shit, you get the you get the gap, <laughs> and then you just like boom, just get yeah. to the line. You know, work together. And and that's, oh, that's, that's that was I've got to say that was really really enjoyable. Yeah. Um, but uh, and and your was your heart okay? During yeah. Those no. Days that, or... Yeah. So I had one day where my heart was played up a bit. I had a okay. bit of a, I have this this rhythm problem that yeah. shows his head sometimes. That one of the days, which was very disappointing, um, especially you know he felt. And that's another element why I think I'm a bit hesitant about joining a team is okay i would almost feel a bit pressure if it happened in a in a in a race but luckily that was was just one of the stages of the rest i was it was it was fine um but uh but yeah i might yeah in 2022 might have my my um my plan is to have this this operation to get the heart sorted and, and then after yeah. that i i think i oh, might maybe we'll look at see if there's yeah, joining one of the teams. It says scope. Yeah. 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 Um and then another thing that you do which is uh also incredible is a lot of skateboarding. Um which is kind of like a I guess a little secret that you have. Um I don't think a lot of people know that you are an incredible skateboarder, but where did that love come from like and you skateboard pretty regularly and you're apparently as far as I can hear or all the stories I've heard, pretty kick-ass at skateboarding. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm like, so yeah. I, I, I got, I got into it just, yeah, just through, yeah, it was like early teens, and then saw some skate videos, and my, my mates were into it, and and it was just like multi-story, like car parks. Um, yeah curbs and then um i'm not the most coordinated person so i could do kind of basic stuff but flips and things i'd yeah. struggle with because it's kind of very it's, it's, i mean skateboarding is amazing like the the skill level is just technically it's, it's, oh, it's blows my mind sport, it's yeah. absolutely blows my mind you look at a lot of the top skaters and you see them with the football they're really good at yeah. kick-ups and stuff you know because you've got to have such amazing coordination so I enjoyed it, but then we went to this skate park in North London called Harrow, which is like an old seventies park with like it's they've got like a, a swimming pool that, oh, okay. and and these the the bowls and stuff yeah. and that was like instant. I loved it. It was it was kind of like if you didn't live near a beach, it was as close to like the surf feeling you yeah. get. And 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 I actually think the cycling was good, you know, because it was I had, I had quite strong legs, you know, so. I, I really, really got into that, and um, and yeah, it was just I guess what's replaced the skateboarding now is is like the guys from the 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 mother cycling crew. It's like this size shared, you know, you you buzzing through, you just buzzing through the cycling and chatting yeah. about cycling. Back then in my life, it was like skateboarding was like just a way to. It was just a really good sort of social vibe, you know, and yeah. um. And a really good way to to just travel around uh, different different skate parks. And, yeah. Um, but uh, and just super fun. Too. It's so much fun. Yeah, <laughs> I've got. I'll be honest with you. I'm like, I'm I'm, lo I'm It's 
definitely starting to kick in a bit of self-preservation now i'm i'm i i'm um i'm i'm, I'm, I'm with skateboarding like if you as soon as you you're not you're hesitant it's yeah. it's like dodgy so you've you've got to really just turn your brain off right um but i there's some really nice skate parks in in cape town now a really good one in Hout bay Okay. And the one in um, the shred in Pardon Island yeah. with, with really nice bowls. So I, I try to skate a couple of times a week. And I'm just uh, even if I'm just cruising around the bowl, not really doing any tricks, I just love the... Just it's it's a very nice feeling, yeah. And yeah. I, I actually think it's probably really good for your, for your, like, you know, a bit of cross, you know... Yeah, I mean, you're probably doing like 100 sk- squats or something. Yeah, but I mean, the, <laughs> you know, that would... Yeah, so... I think there's 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 quite a few of the like the like there's some famous skaters like Jeff Rowley is a big yeah. big name like they they all love their cycling now I think they they really they've almost they their main you know they skated all their life but they use cycling now to right. keep them skating you know it's That's amazing it's so I've, the only thing with skating is um, if you if you cycle a, a lot quite hard, it's 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 you become very unflexible unless you're mm. doing stretching. So it's not the best. Yeah. Some you know it's uh, they sometimes they they don't really work together that well. Yeah. Um. What do you what do you think about sort of changing swapping the conversation over a little bit? I know we're we're running on just under an hour, so I'm conscious of your time, obviously. But a last sort of biggest question before a couple of rapid fire ones um how do you feel about especially coming from england i think you have a unique sort of perspective on maybe um cycling in in a couple of different places and having ridden around so many places in the whole world what do you reckon and what do you think about cycling in cape town um the culture the way that it's maybe perceived and things we can do to um improve its perception maybe and like increase the the number of people on the road cycling and uh or on the mountains or you know just people on bicycles is better so um yeah yeah well it's um even in the the time i've been here it's changed a lot um i mean i think we're entering an amazing stage now of cycling in in like just as cape town is a city and uh the pandemic has had a massive effect on on and who is getting out there i've just yeah. seen so many new people out on bikes um and uh and it's 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 brilliant it's it's so refreshing because the <clears throat> the thing with cycling is it's it's very easy to start taking it way too seriously yeah um, absolutely and um you know i'm quite i can be i I, you know i i I, so i've um i've uh since i moved here i I, i've always wanted to surf yeah so i've tried learning surfing and i'm started and i'm new at doing doing it so i I use that as a reference as like i'm new at something and you you f- there's a way you feel when you're new at something and <clears throat> so while i'm cycling it's something i take for granted you yeah. know i've done it since i was a, a you know a kid and and you could see people are just getting into it you know um so i always reference how i feel when i'm trying you know to 
to learn something new. You you really you don't want to you you don't want to you want to present yourself like you know as accessible as you know you can for someone you know um as a you mean as a cyclist yeah to, as a cyclist people, yeah. yeah 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 to just just um be friendly so, so for me that's <laughs> yeah like just a, a, a wave or a, 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 um yeah just just yeah not 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 to be too sort of locked in you know yeah. to what, what you're you're doing but um but no i mean as a I've, I've definitely i definitely feel i've seen more people using it for for work i think there's a lot of um a lot of charities now who are distributing bikes yeah and use, it definitely use, seems like it's on the up which is yeah incredible. like some of my routes i do in the mornings for for like you know leisure um you know uh, road rides in the morning yeah. before work um you, you you see the corridors of um people coming to the city and mm. seeing more and more people on bikes you know and it's it's just Amazing. it's just brilliant you know I, yeah. I just really hope it can continues um and i know there are loads of plans um i think we, we yeah there's loads of plans to increase the number of cycling lanes especially between between areas like kalicha and town and like yeah. town and making that more accessible so people can actually safely use their bikes and they don't have to ride on the highways yeah. which is obviously incredibly dangerous but um it's just a much safer way like the pedestrian traffic increases foot traffic which increases safety in general yeah um and just yeah provides a, a safer place for people to walk people with kids kids to walk kids to ride so that's all that's all good yeah yeah the the sort of the, the i'd say the one of the the real hot spots you know as you know for the weekend is the norturk mm farm village coffee place um you know being at the end of chappies it's like the perfect turnaround for a lot of people or or if they're doing a loop yeah um you know and you, you're going there in the weekends now and it's you know you're you really starting to see a good more of a mix you know mm. uh, and, it's, and it's growing all the time and um yeah it's just just yeah i just yeah it's brilliant because it's just you know it says you know it's such a a simple machine that is the absolute beauty of it you know yeah. like you can if if you can take a very basic bike and you know cycle 100k's you know yeah. it's um and yeah i'm i'm i really brilliant to see it yeah. growing here okay so i have a a list of these short questions this segment of the show called parking lot skids yeah um and they're just kind of rapid fire questions uh and yeah I'll, the last one is is maybe going to take a little bit longer but the the first four are, are super simple yeah sure so it's uh shimano campanello or shram oh i think yeah i think it's campy yeah oh yeah yeah it's just um, my fingers are just like clawed They're into built, the position for that little yeah on the like, I think <laughs> any I, the only thing with the shram for me is like looking at the top shram like on the weight weenie website yeah. ever, the, the difference is insane oh like, yeah i mean so is it that is it the red unreal yeah like it's, it's, it's like half it's, i don't know it's like 400 grams i don't know you probably know yeah. better, but <laughs> that would be the only 
thing would okay. be if I, you know, win the lottery, then yeah, it would have to be the top shram just for the weight, you know. Yeah. Um, carrots, beets, or celery? Well, I think people, if they know me, they they'll know it's the beetroot. Yeah. <laughs> if, if it's like That's the EPO, eh? it's, there's no, it's crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, which which uh, Strava KOM are you the most proud of? Well, I think um, I, I went full on nuts last year um, for the SA champs in um, Swellendam. And I was definitely the best I've been on a bike. And um, I always like to do a ride on New Year's Day. Kind of sets the tone for, yeah. for the year, you know. And um, so many of New Year's Days I've spent completely off my head. So like, now I want to <laughs> make the most of it now. So last January 2021, um, I just went out. Like a lot of the rides, I don't have too much of a plan, but I hit a Kloof Road. So power and glory to the cable station. Yeah. And yeah, I just had a, yeah, just legs felt good. And, and um, yeah, I got the com there. Yeah. And yeah, I mean. That's a winning one. Yeah. Like Strava <laughs> for me is like my training tool. You know, I don't yeah. have power or anything. I, I just I find that gives me my motivation. Yeah. If I want, and it was yeah like a bit of a a hero, not a, you know a local heroes, Matt Beers. So I just have right. for me, he's like like one of the world's best. You know, yeah. it's, it's incredible. It's like yeah. unreal. Uh, I'm sure he could go out and just destroy it, but yeah, I I um I don't know. I took <laughs> I, 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 I took his, you know, and uh, so yeah, I was buzzing off that. that. Stands out for you. Since then, Byron has come along and just gone ballistic. <laughs> yeah. It's like mind melting. Yeah, he is on. It took like on something. I think else, he's man. like ten minutes now. Anyway, yeah. so that that that's probably the yeah the, the one, one that stands yeah. out. Um, okay, last one. Uh, steel or carbon? Oh no, no steel for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Just the, just the yeah. My. my all, most of my bikes in my life have been steel and and just the the look of them you know yeah. the the, the thin tubing and it's a yeah. sim, it's a simple machine yeah 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 amazing um okay and then i have one last question that i think everyone just wants to know um and it's probably the reason everyone's listening to this specific show how do you stay so on top of your game and like constantly so strong without ever having i mean I don't ride nearly as much as you, but I I have waves during my year where I'm feeling really strong. One week I'll feel a bit of a dip. Um, is it just the beetroot juice, or yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. How do you do it, man? Yeah, so I, I think so. Um, certainly, the last so I've done more cycling the last two years for sure than than I have for you know it's the last two years I've been doing a, a, a lot more consistently. And that's been with the pandemic, my work's changed, you know, the, the events stopped. So I started just filling to keep the business going, just yeah. making this juice, selling it like you know, online. So I'm very flexible then. Um, so, so yeah, the, 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 the big difference <clears throat> for the last two years was just I've always always enjoyed cooking um but the last two years um just really eating well you know I, i've been vegetarian since i was a kid my parents are vegetarian and um i never really paid that much attention to 
being vegetarian, I just ate whatever really. Yeah. It's not just no meat. I mean, I, was, I had dairy. I've never been yeah. vegan, but but um, I really started looking at what I was eating. So, um, really good breakfast. Like almost every day, is, is oats, just a bowl of, uh, and I use the rolled oats rather mm. than quick oats, um, and then fairly light lunch but then dinner just i really kind of try to get a really healthy mm. good good quality food um what's of, a typical kind of so night I'll, at the briggs look like so you know so it's like proper cliche vegetarian so it'd yeah be, be like lentils chickpeas tofu uh big staples i have yeah. quite a lot of eggs um uh, obviously try and get them from a supplier, yeah. you know, um, supplier. Um, and, uh, just, yeah, just, just, just everything, you know, prepared, you know, like from scratch, you know, all vegetables or, um, you know, I, you know, I've got, I've, I, I just really enjoy cooking now. Like I know bef before the pandemic with the events, I'd, I just didn't really have as much time. Whereas now mm. for me, it's like a, to take a, a sacred a, part of your yeah day. like 40 minutes max yeah it's amazing what you can do in 40 minutes you know yeah. less for 30 minutes you can make a really you know, that's had a huge impact on keeping me think um then then the other thing as well making this cold pressed juice is mm. you know uh, i mean i i have one of those a day that's mm. that's been been good but um for motivation it's just, uh, I, I, ne I never sort of go out with any specific plans. Um, I very much just go out. And if I'm feeling like a bit heavy legged or whatever, I just sort of cruise around. Yeah. If I'm feeling, if I, uh, you know, quite quickly. If yeah. yeah. House, you, feeling as zippy, soon as you roll out the garage. <laughs> then I'm like, oh, just, just, you know, have some fun, you know, just, yeah. just, and for me, fun's like destroying myself <laughs> up a climb, you know? just what i yeah. enjoy to do you know um but yeah and just i like to just go out it's nice where i'm living in the southern suburbs you you can quickly get into that bishop's court yeah so oh, there's, there's the a lot of beautiful area you can do ride. lots of routes where you don't actually don't know where you're going to end up yeah. you know you just make a quick laugh oh, i left it and you, but you, so it's kind of your rides are very keep very fresh you know so yeah just very motivated and we all know like there's something i mean i get i could get all hippie here but the you look at cape town from bloberg yeah yeah you see table mountain with that flat top and there's some crazy natures happen to form all this yeah yeah there's some serious powers going on you know i'm not uh, like a religious guy but the um the so nature is my sort of thing, you know, and I think that there's some energy in this place, you know, bit that I, I, I really feed off that. I think like a lot of people do, they can't yeah. help, but the beauty of cycling, I think is you absorb things, um, into you, uh, very, you know, they, they you know, each day, each ride you go on, you just, they just slowly sort of absorb in, in, in and having, being in Cape Town and that happening is just like unbelievable. Mm. And to cycle here is it is really, magic. It yeah. is magic. Yeah, like I, I, there's 
the kid you don't even notice the kilometers here it's like you go go out and do 50k along like camps bay to chapman's what is it camps bay to nautic and back what's that 60 50? yeah i mean i promise you, you do that in other places you'd be like fuck is this yeah. like counting the case yeah <laughs> you don't even notice no you know? and so yeah i think as though i think it's a combination of eat, eating as well as i can and and then yeah just just loving easy motivation cycling. here yeah just yeah. keeps me keeps me keeps me going amazing well, and, and and then also having yeah just big shout out to the guys you had on last week um the the mother cycling crew yeah. that's a, also been a very amazing sort of motivation to just to, to sort of really take the love of cycle racing to a whole nother level you know yeah. it's it's so so great just chatting about um you know the racing and and then you know when the cycle season starts you know yeah from like the classics it's just it's awesome you know All just the gets, gets you so oh, <laughs> i've said i've said to jared and all them lot um like paris bay is like my new christmas day you know yeah. that's just <laughs> like just when that's coming up you're yeah like, oh. especially i mean with the paris bay we had oh my god year. i mean that was I, just... I, I, I was so excited like even half watching it i yeah. just couldn't actually get my head around no it was, it was, like, it was the most too incredible much. race it's yeah. Like too... <laughs> yeah awesome well tom thanks so much for joining me on the pod man i really okay. appreciate well, it and yeah, yeah well done bernard i hope there's someone when you've done your series can swing around and you can be the other side because yeah i'm sure there's <laughs> there's a lot of people like to hear more of your oh man well yeah. i have i have a lot of stories yeah. to tell i guess yeah now, which is yeah, yeah which is super fun so yeah i'm sure <laughs> i'd say troy would be a great interviewer He's yeah very uh very good behind a mic so, yeah i'll i'll yeah. i'll make a note of that i yeah. think he'd he'd love to do that yeah that'd be awesome okay thanks a lot Bernard. it's been nice awesome. to just ramble on yeah so. absolutely and thanks so much you have such a such an interesting story and i think what's what's so cool is i mean just listening to you i haven't um uh, been on my bike since sunday because i cut my finger and i haven't oh, been able to, to oh, hold sorry, a, mate. a bar <laughs> but um it's it's uh it just makes me so badly want to ride my bike and oh, God, i hope nice. that that's exactly yeah, what, yeah. what other people have heard during the conversation so thanks cool. mate all right nice Appreciate one it. cheers mate <laughs>